Our next storyteller. Next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Hello and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme. You're about to hear a story from David Blatt. David's story was recorded live on December 19th, 2018 at Bumpport Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the show was ghosts. He became a ghost while sitting right in front of me. I watched it happen. I watched the expression leave his face like someone peeling the transparency from a projector screen. Like Stephen fucking King peeling the transparency from a projector screen. He was still right there in front of me, but he was absolutely gone. The man I thought I knew was gone. The man who'd slept next to me for a year and a half. The man I'd come home to, open the door, and there he'd be in the kitchen, shirtless if it was a lucky day. He was so goddamn handsome. Making that pan-fried panko chicken I loved so much, or frying up tortillas for some next-level burritos. Everything was fried because butter. (laughs) The man who would always scoop me up from the airport no matter when I got in, with my dog in the passenger seat wagging her tail wildly because he knew I loved that. And the sweetest damn smile on his face. Hey, beautiful man, he'd say. And I'd think, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. When I first met Jay, whose name isn't really Jay except for tonight, my friends would ask about him and I'd say, he's a fucking prince. And he treats me like a prince. And yes, he was different than any anybody I'd ever been with. And yes, he was different from anyone I thought I'd be with. And yes, he had ghosts, but I had ghosts too. And somehow those ghosts brought us closer. I loved him even harder for his hardship and his resilience. I loved him even harder when he told me he had lived out of his car for six months because he could either pay rent or pay for school. I loved him even harder after hearing the story of him running from his father's house at one in the morning, 12 years old, running in his underwear down a Texas dirt road, running from the man who didn't know how to take care of him didn't know how to love well, who cheated on his mom, lied, left her, and brought an unmendable rift to their family. I loved him even harder when he cried in my arms, cracking open with tears, because life was all just so much to hold. And he would hold me when I cracked open, my ghosts still there too. My mom, who took her life 12 years ago, But sometimes it's still as raw as yesterday. Sometimes it's still just so damn shaky. And Jay understood, and he would wrap me up, and he would keep me together because he knew that darkness. Sometimes we would go to bed at night, and I'd hear it. The change in his breath. The tears pooling in his mustache. And I knew his ghosts were in the room all around him. And I'd think about this, just walking down the street, I'd think about it. Everyone carrying on, buying groceries, shuffling home. Their ghosts orbiting like haunted mobiles, sometimes quietly and sometimes louder than an alarm. And sometimes you wonder, 
How long is anyone going to hold up? Finding out your partner is a sociopath and a pathological liar is like getting T-boned by a Mack truck. First there is the horizon in the distance and all the beauty you're racing towards, and then suddenly the frame shifts. You hear the shearing of the roof, and you're tumbling wildly but somehow floating at the same time, suspended in shock. Surely this isn't happening. This can't be happening. Surely. And even when the tumbling stops, you're still sure it was some kind of dream, some fracture in your imagination, some delusional blip. You keep blinking your eyes, expecting things to go back, expecting to find that horizon again. But everything is changed. None of his things are in the house anymore, and the dishes are piling in every room. Logging into your partner's secret Tinder account is like getting T-boned by a Mack truck. Who are all these people? Dozens and dozens of them. And the timestamps going back for months, right after your trip to Santa Fe, right before you left for the wedding in California when he had turned to you and said, I wonder who's going to write the speeches at our wedding and all the charming things he says in his messages to these other men, you know all of it because he has looked you in the eyes and said all of it before. You're such a special guy. You have me smiling ear to ear. What do I want in a partner? Honesty, monogamy, upfront communication. I'm a pretty simple guy. And you watch in real time because Tinder has some god-awful glitch that lets two people be logged into the same account at the same time from two different locations. You watch in real time as he exchanges messages with these men. You watch that rolling ellipsis, that dot, 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 that shows he, he's composing his next charming hook. You watch as he gets an address from Aaron at 1.45 in the morning and says he'll shower and be right over. And you read the rest of the messages until your head is on fire and your heart is on fire and your house might as well be on fire too. And there is no sleep because the room is so full of his ghost and so full of his ghost's ghosts. There is no sleep because what about how he can't even speak to his father because of his father's lies to his mother? What about how he can't even bring himself to speak one word to his father because of the fury still burning a thousand mile wide conflagration? And you wonder if the ghost of his father is like a virus, a terrible legacy that he can't outrun, still 12 years old in his underwear on that Texas dirt road. I watched him become a ghost while sitting right in front of me. I held the phone to his face when I worked up the guts, and I said, what is this, Jay? A bomb glowing in the half-light. It is three months later, and I am taking much deeper breaths. I am making my own next-level burritos. <laughs> I'm wake waking up in the morning no longer expecting to see his frame on my horizon. But when I do, I say to it, You may be a ghost, but you're not going to be mine. Thank you.
The Narrators was created by Andrew Orvidal and is produced by me, Ron Doyle, Sidney Crane, and Aaron Rollman, with support from Scott Carney, Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, and Robert Rutherford. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Hip Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. I'd also like to thank Jobless, who provided the music you're listening to right now, and fans just like you who attend our live monthly shows, which take place every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theatre in Denver, Colorado. For more information about our storytellers or the narrators, visit thenarrators.org and find, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Maybe in a year or two I can write to you and tell them all right Yeah, baby, I'm doing all right Yeah, baby, I'm doing all right